I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey there, Radiant Lights. Good to connect with everyone. I'm multitasking here. Let me get back in the switchboard. Hey. I see people in the chat and in the queue. Um, if you want to listen by chat, that's great. You can listen as a guest. If you want to comment or ask questions, just do a BTR profile, put up a little icon of you. And of course, if you want to listen by phone, that's great. If you want a reading or just share something, how you're doing on your path or anything you want to share, that number is 347. Five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad. Three four seven. Five three nine five one two two. And press one on the keypad. Um, ways to get in touch with me further are in the description box below the episode. Whatever. However, if you're listening later in the archives, or if you're listening live, archives. There were. It's always in the description box. And also our guest info. So you want to stick around for the second half of the program. I do want to uh, remind everyone, please, 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 that are listening, a few ask, uh, rate the show, go to, especially if you listen via uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, give us a five stars. Um, I might be checking in the next month or so. I don't, I probably check once or twice a year, but I'm trying to remember to do it more. <laughs> And also, if you would subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot, um, my YouTube channel for Pick the Card and other goodies, and also Awakenings on YouTube. It looks like March is when we're going to be doing this, starting the lives, because February, there's just a lot going on. Um, But you'll be able to hear some shows that a lot of you haven't heard in the past, Um, previous podcasts, beginning a lot of uh, traction and, and good feedback and you know, wonderful uh, sharings about, um, well, definitely David Hawkins for sure. Um, who else just recently? Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton. There's another one. Larry Dossey. Uh, Bernard Gunther, I believe, is another one. Uh, Diane Garris, amazing musician and sound healer. So maybe we'll even have her back. Uh, so, yeah, there's always good information, you know, on these. But anyway, would love if you uh, subscribe, get the notifications there. And also to come uh, follow me, connect with me on Instagram. That would be wonderful if you would do that also. I'm really loving the community that is getting built here. Oh, yes, and a deeper dive into metaphysics, spiritualism, and spirituality, uh, esoteric principles, and information of that sort, 
you can always connect with me on Patreon, um, the community there. Yeah, so how's everyone doing? Let me know in the chat how everyone is doing. Oh, there's Lynn. Hi, hi. Lady in the chat. Good to see you. Yeah, let me know how the sound is also. Let's see. And there's Teresa. Hi. Good to see you here. Okay, I know most people listen via archives because of the replays, because a lot of people have work and other things that they're doing during the day, but it's nice when people can catch it live also, because then you can contribute. And also, you can always send me guest suggestions, topic suggestions, as well as um, questions that you want me to answer on air. Uh, Send it to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com, and then it'll get sent to me. Oh, let's see. There's Lenny left. Hi, Lynn. Hi, all. Hey, Teresa. So I want to tell, we're definitely going to get to callers. Again, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. I've been traveling back and forth, so I feel, yeah. I feel more ungrounded, but it was a bit. In fact, Lynn, in the chat, I think you mentioned that in a, a workshop or Patreon. Uh, so it might have been the sound, healing through light and sound. But I've also been doing a lot with the guides, so I am a little not as 3D. And, in fact, my, my acupuncture noticed that last night. I had an amazing hour and a half treatment. And, um, oh, she's amazing. It's different points, different meridians, different organs, and cupping and heat on the back. I think I was 45 minutes on one side baking and then 45 minutes on the other. So it was, she always asked me, how much time do you have? And I was, I'm like, let's do the works. Let's do the works. So um, before we get to callers, 347-539-5122. I just want to mention something for you guys to bring into your awareness. Psychic space. Psychic comes from the Latin word psyche, inner psyche. There's also in, um, you know, the archetypes, the, um, actually in fairy tales too, in, in myths, in mythology, psyche, who goes into the underworld, into Hades, right? And I may be doing a workshop or something on, oh, which reminds me, do have another sound healing workshop working with sound, tone, vibration and light and this one will specifically also be focusing on the chakras subtle energy chakras and also the denser physical chakras is how they correspond in the body if you're interested in that that's february 25th and you can find out more information by um, going to soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com courses and events and there'll be uh, information there um you can also go to union.com forward slash, I think it's Michelle Mache. I don't think it's Soul Playground. Maybe that's confusing. Maybe just go to my page. But I'll be posting some stuff on it, um, probably on Instagram or something. So let's look at psyche and psychic, and then let's look at heart and courage. That the word uh, courage comes from, I believe it was the French core 
meaning center or whole. And then the English, the old English was collage, you know, like you have a corsage. So it's all about the core. You know how important the core is. Well, our heart is part of the core, a core of our being. It is the mediating intelligence or the higher self through that chakra, the mediating intelligence of the upper transpersonal chakras and the, and the lower, you know, anchoring earth chakras, higher and lower self in through the core. So the core or kuros is very important because when we're connecting into the heart, we're connecting into our courage. But living from the heart requires courage. You see how they go back and forth? And we only have courage when we're centered, when we're connected within, right? When we're connecting from our core. Now, you want to intertwine that with the, with the soul, living more from the soul, which the Latin word for soul is psyche. So what I want to present to you guys today to kind of check out and tune into is your psychic space within. What is in your psychic space? And how do you connect into your psychic space? How do you connect into your inner psyche, that inner aspect of your being? We also call it the inner being. So these are going to be some really important concepts, but also aspects of self that need to come through more because as we're ascending more, which is really, it's interesting, there's an ascending in in vibrational frequency and it in consciousness is an expansion, but it's also a descent. It's actually going more into the body, more into matter, more into the earth. So it's similar to grounding, getting your, you know, grounding, getting your sea legs, right? When you go on a boat or you, especially if you go sailing, you're a little wobbly until you adjust, which they call getting your sea legs. And then you can enjoy the trip, right? But if you can't, get your ground legs, it's hard to enjoy the ride. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's really important. Everybody's got to start getting their sea legs. Getting used to being what we might have termed in the old days, grounded, earthed. Focus a lot of the mundane. Fear. Fear is a great grounder. A lot of you are going to be experiencing less fear. Or a lot of fear and then it just goes away or anxiety because it's just an opening to the unknown. There's a certain level of uncertainty. But it's going to feel very different, you know, very differently. We'll have different languaging around it. So along with looking at the inner psyche, your inner psyche, you want to start clearing space within. Is there thoughts and words or ideas or people that you're worrying about you can't do anything about? How can you clear your inner psyche? We obviously know meditation, mantra meditation, visualizing, but sometimes just driving. You know, I like to go up to the in the mountains, or I go, I'm staying in the mountains, and I go into higher mountains. Or I go along where there's um, high up, or go to the beach where there's air. So air, the, that great air spirit, wind spirit, is a great clearer. It's a, a nature. So nature has these various, you know, functions within the form that is nature that help ground, that help expand, or help ground and expand, that help clear the air, right? 
I posted on uh, Patreon as well as on Instagram a wonderful exercise, a yes-no, this little short exercise in process. It's a pattern interrupt to clear the air in your mind. So rather than thinking things through, I'm suggesting you start clearing the air, clearing the psychic space within, and also clearing the psychic space around you to be ready for this next up-leveling that's coming, which really March and April and, and into May, especially May, there is a lot of shifting that is taking place that has to do with opening, expanding, pushing us beyond a certain limit or limitation. It's really meeting our expanded self. And I've looked a little bit at the astrology. I'm probably going to look a little bit more because I do like to see the information that I get from the guides and oversouls or just God, all that is. I like to see the tangible, and to me the astrology is very, you know, it's very tangible. So get ready. Do you need to clear out things in your house? Is there old things, things that are no longer working, things you keep holding on to, clothes, shoes, items? Do you need to clear space? Do you need to move some things around in, a, in your house or parts of your house or parts of your apartment or in your garage? You know, do you need to have more of a flow of energy, a flow of air, airflow? Really important right now to connect into the air, the wind. It's funny, I was buying a, um, uh, well, this Jolin Jolin in Topanga, I was buying a, some beads, some um, lapis, because I've been very much connecting with this royal blue energy and it's all a lot with the throat chakra and even different places I've been going to blue is in the name blue stone cafe blue note uh, I went to an art uh, gallery a great book by the way too if you really want to blow open um, the title is by this uh, he worked at eBay he's a designer a VP of creative design uh, I think at Hulu now John Couch, I'm going to post something on Instagram about it. It was called The Art of Creative Rebellion. So he's been the vice, oh, he's the vice president of product design at Hulu. And he's been at eBay and other places. So, um, But a very great artist, does a lot of, very spiritually connected. And, and the, the paintings were the, I can't remember what it's called, the center the Buddhist heart center, there are these circles. And I could literally feel off some of the paintings heart chakra energy bouncing off, especially this one big green one. And then there's a circle in the middle, and you stand in front. And I'm like, what are these? And my friend Grace, who's done the workshop with me, the sound healer, they're friends. Um, she's friends with him and her partner, they're friends. And she's like, oh, explain something. I don't totally understand it, but... Um, but definitely you could feel this energy just emanating. So, you know, I like to give everybody heads up, like how to navigate, you know, even if I see certain things that are going to be very difficult, challenging, even up, uprisings, various things that I see coming up, there's always a way to navigate through and what we're to be called to do through this. So we're called to connect to the creative principle because the creative principle of us is the soul. That is, that is where, you know, that's why you, we want to get our fuel from the soul. 
want to read something he wrote that I'd love. Okay. This is by John Couch, the author of The Art of Creative Rebellion. The creative rebel is one who awakens from the soul-numbing norms of societal and corporate expectations and ultimately becomes their true self and becomes ultimately their true self. That's where we're going. Now, that's how, oh, that's cool. That's how I live, all this and that. But we're meant to do that not only individually, but within the systems. And so what has been based on that power over and underpowered, you know, victim, abuser, you know, that whole dynamic of the power struggle. And we're going into Pluto and Aquarius. We're going to get a little taste of it. I think March to May or something, not not too long, but then we we go in for a longer stay, a revolutionary stay of it in 2024. I think we retrograde back in the end of the year, and then in 2024, uh, we have about a 15 or 20, it might even be 20 year cycle with, with the retrogrades. So I just want to say, get on ready. I will keep everybody posted. I will share ideas, but be prepared for dismantling and crumbling of things in your life. But when you have the things that really support you and that are really authentic and true to you, that are leading you to where you really want to go and what you want to do, then the navigation is going to be easy, right? It's like if you're going on a sailboat and you want to take your piano, you might not be able to, but you might be able to take your keyboard. You see where I'm going? So there is going to be a lot of freeing up become more individual, to become more your soul, to live more from your soul, the unique aspect of your being. I just did a post on this today on my um, Instagram. I did a reel on be your own influencer. And you can see that there's a lot of pressure. We had it even with this pandemic. There was so much pressure for people to conform. And unfortunately, that is the lower vibration or lower harmonic, as we call it in you know, esotericism, it's the lower octave and lower harmonic of Aquarius is cults, is fascism, is everybody has to think this way. This is the party line. So you're going to see much more of that. That's why you want to pick and choose who are you going to be around. Or if you have to be around people that are trying to push a certain narrative on you or put you in a box or keep you in a box, where are your outlets so that you don't get pulled off off course and you don't feel defeated, deflated on a, on a heart-soul level? Because that's very, that's very soul-crushing behavior when we are threatened to be a certain way or else. But you don't necessarily have to have that experience if you're in alignment, alignment is really key right now. And one way we get into alignment is clearing our psychic space, reconnecting to the spirit of us, that spiritual energy, life force animating energy, realigning to the heart and the soul of us, attuning to the heart, aligning to the soul. Because alignment is our compass. If we're not aligned, our compass isn't going to read well, isn't going to read right. And sometimes we can't use GPS. I would say our inner GPS. Because there's so much change that's up, we're not able to yet see the dots or connect the dots. So we're going to have to learn how do we navigate or travel with a different kind of map. 
you know, a visual map may not work. Like I'm going here and these are the steps. You may be taking steps and all of a sudden a helicopter comes and picks you up and brings you to where you want to go. So you've got to be open for exponential or quantum leaps in consciousness, which causes leap in awareness and understanding, and which gets things going for you in the right, right way or right direction. You're going to start seeing also how things are so lined up that there is this greater vision. You want to call it God, the I do, God, the all that is, quantum aspect of being. There is a destiny. There is a plan. Where it gets tricky for us on a human level is the time of it and timing. But if you can see what is really important to you and you can feel it and you can understand what's really important to you, then you're going to understand that things are going to unfold for you in that way. So long as it's more soul aligned, so long that it is very life affirming for you and life enhancing. And this is why it's so important to know thyself, you know, and I think it was queen. Maybe she'll come on today. Queen commented on my Instagram post this morning and said, I think it was something like that, so important to know thyself. It's not going to be just something kind of cute and fun to do to know oneself or take classes or workshops. Oh, truth to thyself be true. That's what she said. Yeah, true. But we don't know that until we strip away, until we unbind from things that have bound us up, until we do some contemplation and we know we know how to get the messages from our own inner being, and we know how to read the signs. But that's what everybody's learning because that's going to be the new languaging. That's going to be the new model. All right, loveys, let's get to callers and see what's shaking and baking here. Uh, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the phone number. Please press one on your keypad uh, if you have a question or comment, or you want to chat, or you want to read. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Carla. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Carla. Um, hello. So my uh, home has been on the market for a little over two months, and I'm wondering what you see around that when I will get a solid offer. Um, did you have, did you start, I feel, it's been on two months, you said, because I feel like you look, holiday, I feel like there's a disruption. Did you take it off? No, it was still on, and it was very quiet during the holidays, that's unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I – okay, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably mm-hmm. would have been better to just take it off. I don't know, mm-hmm. March, April, May, it feels more spring. It's not going to be right away. So mm-hmm. it's not a long period of time. But I feel like a lot of people are just starting to kind of get back in the swing of things, maybe like the 20s of February. People are starting to get more – activated again. I do feel it will sell, um, but I do feel there is something a little interesting with the time or timing, you know, that it's, it's almost like it stays Mm. slow. It's like a low, I I see some people looking at it and then there's like a, someone did come and look at it recently. Somebody came back for the second time recently and they said they're going to make an offer. And I, I was hoping if 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 it'll come oh, well, through, it might be, well, it might be them that mm-hmm. I'm picking up then because it shows. I was just going to say, yeah, it shows, 
showed somebody um, coming back around. So they did look at it. Somebody did come. Yeah. Only once, mm-hmm. though, right? Uh, twice. They came back twice. And then there's another person that came on when it first hit. Like, he was really interested. Um, and I told my agent to, like, contact him and said that there's likely an offer coming through. And if he wanted to come back another time and take a look at it. Because he was really interested. He knows the building. Uh, there was another unit in the building. Uh, I mean, yeah, and, and he passed that up. Here's he the thing, the... Carla, then I got to skew. Mm-hmm. What I feel is going to happen, mm-hmm. it shows people looking at it, like I was saying. Then mm-hmm. it shows that there's mm-hmm. a lull, and then someone comes through. I do feel it's going to be someone that's looked at it before. I don't know if they're looking at other places, if they're waiting out the price, uh-huh. if they want to something. But it feels like there's mm-hmm. still there's still going to be this lull, and it, I almost feel like when the offer comes in, it's kind of almost out of the blue. Like you've gotten, you're going to be a little bit anxious. Like it's oh, it's been on the market a lot. Or why haven't we heard back from these people? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be over aggressive in contacting them because I definitely feel the the people that I see around. I feel a couple and a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they are looking at multiple places. So I don't know if it's mm-hmm. within your building or somewhere else, and they're just weighing things out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it is going to sell. So I'm just—I don't know what it is about the prop, what it is about it. It feels it again the 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 lull with the holidays, but there still seems to be a bit of a lull, even with getting people to look at it. It feels a bit. It still feels a bit slow to get people in there for some reason. Um. The holidays so may not help, but it's it has picked up a bit um, since February hit, and I know things well, are like at least. Mm-hmm, go ahead. Things what? No, go ahead. I said things seem to things seem to be picking up at least uh, where we want to move in the suburbs. Things are flying off. Um, so here in the city, I'm hoping that you know it'll pick up as well. It will. I'm feeling a little more like I said the 20s of. February and then into, yeah, then into probably Mm -hmm. around the 20th, um, then into to March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For whatever reason, it's a little slower there. I I don't know why, Mm -hmm. but I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I can feel the energy drop and it's, it's, it's sporadic. It's going to be sporadic until that time, even getting people in there to, to look. It makes mm-hmm. me think they're looking at there's multiple places that are available similar to yours that people are looking at and trying to decide. Um, so it almost mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean there are multiple places, but I think we have an advantage. I do have wonderful views. So yeah, I'm not um, saying I'm you don't. Ha- I know, but every I'm not mm-hmm. saying you don't have advantages. I'm just psychically telling you. Mm-hmm. I see people looking mm-hmm. at. Places very similar mm-hmm. to yours Other. with a similar price right. point. Yes. So right, I feel that's right. why I feel it's going to be a last-minute choice. Like people weigh things out sometimes. Sometimes of people course. just go yeah. and get and just snag it, right? For some reason, I feel people yeah. like, oh, well, they might have a view, but it doesn't have a this, they have a that. So, I, I yeah, so I feel like it's going to be kind of last-minute with, okay, let's mm-hmm. do it, you know? And mm-hmm, you may not mm-hmm. even know. Your realtor may not mm-hmm. even know I, either. It may be like, oh, can you show it again? Or they want to see it. I think they, I think they want to get it. Mm-hmm. They want to pounce on it. But they want to look one more time. It's going to be something very quick like that. Okay. All right, Carla, okay. good luck and keep Thank us posted. You. You're welcome. Sure will. Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. What's your first name? This is Ashley. Hey, Ashley, welcome. Thank you. I was wondering what messages, if anything, my guides have for me. In regards to anything in particular? Um, uh, future passions or a passion of mine, a project that I'm working on. Working on? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. The first thing I heard, you're on a sacred journey, you're transforming, you're moving away from some family, maybe even patterning or obligations. And I'm also hearing, don't be afraid to let it go. So it feels like there's one project, but then there's going to be another one from this, but you need to get the ball rolling. So you're going to be talking to someone that has an interest in helping you, and you're almost either not sure or not quite ready or you're wanting something. It's like there might be a couple little things off. So it's an idea of perfectionism. I don't know if that makes sense to you. (laughs) Yes. Does it? Okay, because that's what they're showing me. Yeah. So, yes, I had a healing session last night, and that's exactly what they said was perfectionism. In regards to other things, but that that makes sense. Yeah, well, your guides are good because it's coming through on this. So just know that there's going to be more. So you're really being asked to release that perfectionism and just look at it and go, okay, 100%, but this is 80%, or this is 90%, or this is 70%, but it's a step, a stepping stone. So this must be with someone that's going to come and work with you or assist you or help you or negotiation, something. That that's what you're working on right now is the perfectionism, is not being overly pre- perfectionistic because that has, blocks you. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. All right. Perfect. I'm glad. Well, they're good. Thank your guides for coming through. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Lots of love and light. Hi, you're on air. Hey, thanks for taking my call. It's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, my question is, I, a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago or so, I took a, a new job. And mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering if it's the right – well, I, it's just a temporary job. Let's put it that way for a few months. I'm wondering if – I made a mistake, and if you think I'll be able to keep this job until I want to let it go. That's interesting. Okay. Um, Yeah, you know, there's an interesting energy similar to Ashley that called. With the perfectionism, it's not quite the same, but what you're – the message I'm getting for you is it's in your control, so there's yeah, like that's these steps. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I feel like you know what you want to do and know where to go. And so in a, I don't know if, if you maybe call it trusting. 
trusting yourself, like, okay, I'm going to do this for this amount of time, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to bridge over here. Because I feel like there's, there may be, I feel like there's multiple um, options for you, multiple, uh, multiple jobs. There's multi, because there's something else that you really want to do that you have to somehow put it together, if that makes sense, or, or build it up, or some of it has to do a little bit with your confidence. Um, you look and feel very marketable, so I feel like people are glad to work with you or glad to have you in a position. I just also feel for you, it's like to just know that you're not stuck somewhere, but you are moving on, if that makes sense. Right. So this is just a bridge for me right now. My concern is just, um, is this manager of mine end up, end up going to be, uh, end up being a PETA pain in the ass <laughs> And if yeah. she's going to push me to work something like 48 hours a week, which I'm not doing. Okay. Okay. This is what you need to do. And this is kind of what I'm seeing. Okay, Jessica. You're calling in those situations because you really want to be, you want to move on. And you also, like, be your own boss or do something. You want a different type of position. But a part of you isn't ready yet for that or wants other things in place, right? Yes. So what you need to do is just every day do a little a, a meditation with the mantra, uh, you know, I like where I'm at it's, or it's supporting me, it's fine for where I'm at, and I want to eventually have this job or that job, whatever it is that you want. So that that part of your psyche can see that this, because you know it consciously that it is a bridge. That's why I was saying what I was saying in the beginning of your reading, which is basically that it is a bridge. You're taking these jobs as steps while you do these other, you know, put these other things in motion. But the, the, in the subconscious, more of the ego, rational, and conditioned part of you has a fear of getting locked into something. So sets up these dynamics. So if you do that, everything is going to shift. You're going to be fine. You're going to be able to be there, do what you need to do, and and bridge into what you want. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I will. Um, I will do those mo- like similar mantras also to what you're saying because I. Yeah, I. I I know I'm going to be moving into what I want to do. It, this is just for a couple of months. <laughs> I keep saying I know. You, ra- you rationally know. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the rash, yes. But your inner, not, there's a part of you that doesn't know that and is setting up this situation to boot you out beforehand. Okay? And I feel like it's happened in the past also. I feel like there's been this kind of issue yeah. with other yeah, it's yes. a pattern of yours. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it. If you want to break this pattern so that you can use situations instead of being used by situations for a learning lesson, you don't have to go through it again and go, oh, God, I got the boss again from hell. I got this. They did this. They did that. That's the aspect of you that it's actually trying to help you. It's a protection mechanism. It's trying to get you to move on. So you have to quiet that part and go, look, we're moving on, but we need to do it this way, this way, and this way. 
So I'm I'm thankful for this thing. It's like having a, a you know a I don't know a, a sweater made out of acrylic, and you really want the cashmere, and you just put it on, and you go, okay, I love this. It's keeping me warm until I get that cashmere in a couple you know weeks or months or in six months, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? But it's still keeping you warm. You don't want to reject what you have going on because the the that manifestation that you manifest of this current job. The energy that is within that is what's going to propel you into the next thing that you want. It's the, it, there's the right, similar exactly. energy. Yeah. Yes. So you yes. you think by me um, saying mantras like I'm grateful for this job, it's providing me money now, stability, stability, and we're moving on in a couple of months. You think by yes. saying things like that, that's going to quiet oh, down definitely. my mind? Yeah. Yes. Well, and it starts breaking the pattern because. Because what's happening subconsciously with you, you're in a double bind. It's an either or, which makes it damned if you do, damned if you stay, and damned if you don't stay because you need it right now. So if you move okay. into the realm of spirit, which is always and and both, in other words, I'm appreciative of this, or I, and, but you've got to really feel it. You can't just do it from the head, from the rational mind, the ego. You've got to see how it's suiting you and how it's taking care of things. You know, and we're moving on. This is good for now, and I'm also going on. Or I want this job, and I want this other job. So as soon as you start okay. putting the and in, you start raising your vibrational frequency. And then you don't have to get into those power plays, right? Yeah, well, that's that's good. And because um, I do want to break the pattern, you know, so that's what's yeah. most important for me, too. Yeah. Okay, very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. All right, Jessica, good luck. All right. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Donna. Um, hi, Donna. Yeah, my question is, hi. Um, I'm at the beach. It's lovely. We're finally having warm oh, weather in Santa Barbara. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I'm so enjoying it. Um, what I wanted to ask you is about finances. Do you see them getting better through a windfall? I've entered different raffles and things, and uh, I have been lucky in the past, very lucky. And, um, yeah, or a job or any whatever you see coming in, well, inheritance, whatever. Okay, let's see. What's coming up for you, Donna, financially? Hmm. Are you selling something or did you sell something? No. Abundance coming in. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Definitely abundance. And so something you invest, also some investment is going to pay off. You're going to hear something. Hmm, maybe that's your mail. And yeah. What is that? There's an maybe investment. Maybe that's a raffle coming. ticket or something. I entered a raffle it, ticket to win a big home. And then they give oh, other prizes well, maybe too. that's the selling or the moving. Maybe that's the home because I'm, yeah. I'm seeing, yeah, property around you. Okay, whatever you're doing, it is showing a blossoming abundance. It's showing like little sprinkles of abundance and getting more and more abundance. There is something you're going to pay into or invest in that is going to bring some kind of dividends back. It might even be, um, I don't, it, I, I, they're not saying what it is exactly. It, it could even be a literal investment that you hold for a week or two and then pull your money out and you make a bunch of money. So there, there is, or, or in a month, however you want to say it. Um, 
so whatever you're doing, keep on that track because it again it, uh-huh. it is showing the beginnings of more and more abundance. Um, and whether this house or another one, I do I do see a home for you, and I do see a move. Oh, good. Oh, good, good. I've been in my same apartment building for 17 years. I'm ready for something else. Oh, no, else. I do see a move. Yeah. Oh, you know good. what, yes, Fade, you know what I was suggesting about the, the um, psychic cleanup would be, would be good for you also. Clean up some stuff, yeah, get rid of some stuff. Yeah, that would be really good for you right I'm now. I'm taking in the air at the beach. I remember you saying oh, that. Oh, that's perfect. I'm, I'm yes, thinking, that's perfect. I'm at the beach. Yeah. I'm looking at the waves and, yeah. Perfect. Per- because there seems to be a real shift coming up for you in your beliefs, you know. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Definitely. And, you yeah. know, I've been praying a lot. I meditate and I light a candle for like three hours in the evening. It just gives me oh, a, a very warm good. feeling having a long white candle. You know, something about it. Yes. Yes. Well, it's also a good idea. You know, smoke clears the air too. The candle does. The 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 flame ah. connects you in symbolically to that flame within, and also inside inspiration, passion. But there's a reason we use candles a lot in in ritual, you know, ritual and magic. So, and then the smoke kind of you know, especially when you release it, clears also is a clearing the air. And smoke also metaphorically is. Um, so what you want to do, even if you light a candle, do your mm-hmm. affirmation and you're visualizing. Okay. And then when you blow it the, out, see uh, it, see the smoke that's left sending the message out into the ethers, into God's spirit or the universe, into the ethers. So we co- oh, consciously okay, using that. that smoke. Yeah, consciously use that smoke that goes straight up into the ethers, right? Yeah, and you know what else I'm doing? I just started it two days ago, the Silva method, where you count down from 101, and you look yeah. up, and they have a music with it, and then you have to visualize and, you know, say the things to yourself that you want to create in your life. So I'm doing that, too. I'm just doing everything possible I can. Do it all. Yeah. Just like so you're in that manifesting mode, the creative mode. All right. Yeah. Keep us yeah. posted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy, Enjoy the beef. Thank you. Yeah. You are too. Big hug, Michelle. Bye bye. Big hug. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. My name's Taylor. It's so nice to talk to you. You too. What's your first name? Taylor. Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, like the last two callers, I just have a question about uh, finances and career. If you see anything, excuse me, coming up for me. Mm. The best thing I can say for you, what I'm seeing, is to get something that tied you over while you look. Because I do feel that you have, maybe March, April, it might be that, but it could you could feel a shift, I want to say probably more mid to end of summer into fall. It feels like you're going to embark on something new, a new direction. You may even do a class, a course, a workshop. Um, but I definitely feel you're going in a new direction with what you do. So you, you may take something, like I said, to tide you over or stay with something. But I feel like what you're doing or what you normally do is not something that's satisfactory to you. Your soul wants yeah, to do something exactly. else. Yeah, exactly. 
yeah. I went through a really hard and, job loss of something that I thought was going to be my career. And after that, no. it kind of fell into place of like, no, this is not for you. This, this is exactly, you need to do something yeah. else. And yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, so take something that pays the bills and that you have an interest in and, and then do the research. I kind of feel what I'm being shown. I feel it in my body. And I also keep seeing this visual. I feel like you're going to date, some kind of class or workshop or certification. I feel like there is some kind of training or learning in this new, and then you're going to go in this new direction. So I wouldn't say don't rush it, you know, really contemplate. You know, again, I, my post I did today, I think everyone should go look at the, I can't remember exactly what it said, but I talked about what it takes to live authentically and get that authentic life. You have to do some contemplation. You have to feel some things out. You have to unravel and unwind from the conditioning. Um, but, yes, you'll definitely find, I do feel you'll find something that you do really enjoy and you get up in the morning and want to do. It's just going to take a little bit. you got a little exploration to do. Okay? Yeah. I have been considering, like, a possible business idea. Do you see anything mm-hmm. like that, or is it kind of more... Um, course oriented like a skill thing well, what were you thinking business um well i have an idea for like a food business like a food truck kind of thing and i've really been that's kind of been coming back into my mind over and over the past i want to say two years or so it's kind of been a thought. And that could work. I still feel there's something with a class or a workshop or certification. I don't know if that has to do something with the food truck or getting certified or having to study something. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it may be that you end up working with someone else already to get them to learn the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, or you take a business course. I don't know. I definitely see that there's some kind of class or course with whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, awesome. Yeah, but follow your intuition, your gut, and again, work for someone that has a food truck. See how it goes. See what is behind the scenes. You know, what do you want to do? You know, do you, you know, or how do you, how would you do it in a way that is authentic to you, right? That works for you. Definitely, I almost feel with yeah. you too. I almost feel with you even like events or event planning or helping, assisting, helping someone with that until you know what you want to do. Mm, you're yeah, very good I organizationally. Yeah, you're very good at organizationally, and you're also really good with people. You know, just like chit chatting and uh, and also service, like being there, providing something for people. I, I feel for you if you if you feel like it's a, a there's a mission there. And even with food trucks, there is with food. You're, you know, you're providing sustenance, a form of care and nurturing. Um, but I feel for you, you want to do something that you feel good about and like you're making a difference, you know? Definitely, yeah. And oh, yep, right, following the unraveling and unconditioning, like you said. Thank you, Michelle. That's it. Very That's much that appreciate lead, this. I, telling you, Taylor, that will lead you to where you want to go. It's a time for everyone. The more we can unravel, the more we'll be guided by our inner guidance from the higher self, you know, the authentic part of us. 
Exactly. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. I really, really resonated with everything you were saying at the beginning, too, of everything opening up these next few months. So that's definitely... You can feel it, right? Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, too, Taylor, there's really no rush. It's more about the preparation, you know, that, that saying that luck is preparation meeting opportunity. So the more we can prepare and get to know ourselves, like, oh, I really like this, but I don't want that, or that's okay, or I can do that for a short period, and, and start getting the bigger vision. The more we can do that, the more we're supported by the universe, the universal flow of things, all that is, God, in full, you know, the map. The, the universal map that's, you know, whatever's encoded in the universe for all of us individually and collectively. We're, we're more aligned to that. Exactly. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much for your time and all you do for us, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Taylor. Thank you for calling in. With such a great energy you have and a great question that I know many people are asking. Thank you. Love and light. Bye. Okay, we had a question from Teresa in the chat about uh, the bridging, the keeping the vibration up. Yes, because nothing comes out of a vacuum. Everything comes from what was before, right? There's the chicken, then there's the egg, and then there's the omelet. I mean, right? The egg. There was an egg before the omelet. (laughs) There was a seed before the tree, and the leaves shake off and certain, and it creates the mulch for the, you know, the, the soil. So very often, not only do we block our manifestations, but we lower vibrational frequency by resisting what we have, what is, instead of aligning, even if we don't like it. I'm not saying you have to like it. A lot of people misinterpret this. You cannot like something or say, I wish I wasn't doing this. And, and if it, again, spirit is and, and see the benefit of why you are in a certain situation or you have a certain job or you, it's going a certain way. So there can be a part of you that doesn't like it, but obviously if you're in a certain job or position or life situation, there is a part or parts of you that do like it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there. So there's parts that are resonating. So that's why it's so powerful, and I think that whole and and both the guides gave me, I don't know, probably about 2009, to start using and and both, not either or. The ego wants to go either or, black and white, up or down. It's binary. But when we say and and both, it, it opens up into possibilities, into the infinite, Right. There can be many and, and this, and an apple, and an orange, and a banana, and a tree, and a goat, and a computer, and and I could keep going and, 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 and. So you get out of the extremes of the polarity when we use and as well as both. So again, you could not like something but see the benefit. You know, not wishing that you were in a different position or different you know, house, however, see the benefit. So once you start seeing the benefit of something and move into that gratefulness or gratitude for what you have, you see it working for you instead of against you. Even if out of 100 things, only 20 things you feel are working for you in that situation, that still harnesses some of the creative energy of the, of the you know, of within you and of the universe. 
So when we start seeing the benefit and move into that gratitude or gratefulness, not losing your vision, you harness that creative energy. Otherwise, you stay in the ping pong of the polarity plane, back and forth in the resistance. Resistance is a part of change. It's part of how the rational mind or the ego mind works. It resists or pushes something away. It doesn't like change. And that's because the ego is based on the status quo. That's a way that it keeps you safe. Because even if you're in a situation that is uncomfortable, it's familiar. You have a certain level of control and you know how to deal with it. So sometimes as we're shifting or changing or we're wanting a different job, different career, a different position, different way of living, we have resistance to it. So if we honor that resistance and understand it and say, okay, I see I'm resisting here or I'm still at the same place, and I'm also moving forward. You can change it and not have it be the truth by seeing that you're stuck. And that's why I say a lot of times people feel they're stuck. Sometimes you are. Sometimes people are stuck in a loop, you know, condition response patterns or a loop of certain patterning. But a lot of times there's a lot of change that's happening deep within. So when we see that transitional job or situation or career as transitional, that implies right there bridging. That implies movement. This transition is about movement. It's not about staying in one place. You're not where you used to be, but you're not where you're going. You're in between. So that begins to harness a higher vibrational frequency and energy patterning of the universe. It's, it's implying creation, creativity. It's implying being in a process. And so when we recognize we're in transition and we see the benefit of where we're at or how it's serving us, and what can I do now to make it better while I'm creating the new? That keeps your vibrational frequency up. I hope that makes sense. Teresa, let me know in the chat. Let me see if our guest is here yet. Don't see. I guess guest, if you're, oh, there I see it. There, 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 there. I see it now, the number. Um, Okay, Teresa, I hope that made sense, helped you um, kind of understand where I was coming from with that. Oh, you're welcome, Teresa. Okay. All right, we have with us Dr. Anita Sanchez. Uh, she is the author for The Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times. So let's connect in with her. Hi, Anita. Welcome to the program. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Oh, wonderful. Ah, glad to have you here. Oh, I can tell it's going to be a great podcast episode with you. So I want to get a little bit of your background. The book sounds amazing, sounds fascinating. And um, it's funny because I was just thinking uh, earlier, well, yesterday and today, kind of contemplating about um, not just wisdom but also ritual for the modern times and how we always, you know, Every so often we do need to update. We need to make it more genuine or real for us. And then I see your uh, book here. I'm like, ah, oh, there's a synchronicity there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your, I don't. I always like to say, what your, was your first awakening and then what awakened you to what you're doing now? You know, get it just a little bit, what you feel comfortable sharing about your path and uh, how you are doing what you're doing now. 
Yeah, so I think my first awakening was actually as a, a child, as early as three and four. <laughs> and being indigenous, which is wonderful, that um, dreams really matter. And so um, mm-hmm. that, it was that early that has dreamed that when I grew up, I was going to connect people's hearts all over the world. And I even drew that in mm-hmm. kindergarten. And, and, and lo and behold, I didn't know that meant a PhD in organization development. I didn't know that meant traveling all over the world with large global companies or with nonprofit leaders and, and helping them learn to um, see each other as relatives, as, um, as relations versus all separate and individual. And so um, that, I think that was the first, the first and understanding just how powerful uh, dreams are in terms of even when you hit challenges, it sort of pulls you through. So even though I had some tough time in some of my early years with abuse and and the race-related murder of my father, that dream, which I still have to this day, is so alive that it reminds me that we are so much more than what we think our senses, the immediate surroundings and that we are meant to draw on that which is unseen as well and compels us to do good things in the world, you know, to be a benefit to the whole hoop of life. Mm, I love that. Um, and everybody, you uh, need that as well. You might hear my little, my French doggy I've got <laughs> taken care of. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, so another synchronicity, I want to get your take on this because I was really the last couple of days and it's not that I haven't thought about this before, but I really was I'm getting an even deeper contemplation into the last three to four days on this idea of the, the destiny unfolding, how there's certain things in our life that are fated or destiny. And you can look back and you can see that. You know, I don't know if it like because I'm psychic in a channel, so I do readings and I'll see things that have been showing up for years and then it happens, whether for a client or myself. Um, and it's like, how does that happen? And it's just perfectly orchestrated to happen in the way that it, you know, that it happens. And people will wonder mm-hmm. to myself, like, how is that going to happen? Or, you know, is that really going to happen? Or you forget about it and then you remember, you're like, oh, my gosh, that's been coming up for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're talking about. So, um if you're asking me to to speak about that from an indigenous perspective, yeah, there is very yeah yeah so very much and again I can't speak for all six percent of the world's population that's indigenous in the thousands of tribes. However, from my own experience as being Nawa, which many know as Aztecan, um, is that uh, and many other tribes that I I uh, do ceremony with ritual and things uh, is that. The universe is conscious. This earth, our first mother, um, which we get nutrients from every day, water and the plants that we eat and, you know, just on and on. And um, it's a conscious universe. And and science is, is starting to look at that. It's still, it's not on the edge anymore. It's gone much further into quantum physicists and others understanding that there is this. And that's what we were taught as indigenous people. So when you say, destiny unfolding we're we're always taught that there is still always choice and yet that that dna that 
those ancestors going back and back and back and back are still there. And I have a real quick story mm-hmm. to show how this comes up, how it's, how it's living in you right now. It's very big in me because a few years ago I did my 23andMe. And the report came back, and I'm 50% indigenous, which didn't surprise me. Um, however, that 50% broke out very different. I thought it was all Nahua, Aztecan, my grandmother, my mother. You know, that's what I've been taught. And um, But no, it also showed that I had a percent from a desert tribe in the in the southwest. can't pinpoint which one it is. But the other thing that I had to absolutely sit down was that a significant percent of that half, some 17%, showed that my DNA comes from the Amazon. Now, that may not sound anything to your listeners. However, I have been taking groups. I've been going to the sacred headwaters of the Amazon since 2007. And I felt so called there, even though it's totally different than anything I've ever experienced. It's, you know, it's the most biodiverse place in the world, arguably. And the people are so amazing. And I've been leading groups there once a year because it takes, I just take one small group every year. You know, anyone who hears the call, 17, and we go into the sacred headwaters. And then to find out during COVID that, that that DNA is in me. So you could say, destiny unfolding why why did i feel called there when i come from the center of kansas city missouri in an all-black neighborhood i grew up um you know that i'm here in colorado now where i got all my three degrees and you know working all the places but not in the middle of the amazon so and it's wonderful what i got to find it and i've there's painful stories there there's more stories like with all people have challenges and pains in their history, but that the genocide of most indigenous people around the world, you know, that is very much still alive. And yet these folk people there, the indigenous people, the Ashwa and Sapara and others, they're there caring for and part of the land. They don't talk about them being separate. They are, any illusion of separateness is gone. And they talk about the earth being conscious, the cosmos being conscious. They are part of it, not separate. And so when you said what you said, oh, it speaks to me too. Um, maybe it's in a different way, but I don't know if this touches on what you were getting at. But um, it is unfolding, and I can choose to continue to learn, or I have the ability as a human being to just cut off like, oh, that's the past. That doesn't matter. There might be painful stuff there. But instead, I'm like, wow, lean, I want to learn more about that. I want to understand both the challenges, the pain, and and the beauty and why am I being called there and how can I support these folks just keeping alive this place that provides 20% of our oxygen around the world and impacts our weather around the world? I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And it is what you're talking about is that interconnectedness to everything and everyone. You know, the, the aliveness that we, that we are is our interconnectedness. Um, yes. As well. So, yes. You know, it's just fascinating how you look and see, and even with prophecy, that things do play out. There is this encoding or the DNA, the, the soul of each of us, but the soul of Earth, the soul of the world, the soul of, you know, humanity, of the universe, what I call, or even oversouls, but that there is this map or blueprint. Um, and we're even to me we're each given pieces of it. We each have 
mm-hmm. some part of it, and it is there to guide us. And I think that also gives us deeper meaning when we, like you said earlier, allow that, when we are allowing. Yeah. Well, you know that from yeah. your ability to channel. Because when we, when we really open up, awaken to our gifts and who we really are and what we are, that's just much more than just this physical. That's all important. But we're spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. Yeah. When we really awaken oh, to all of that, then, then we have the choice. We can continue to follow that or we can work against it. And I think when you get old enough, maybe not, some people, again, it's always a choice, is that you realize, mm-hmm. you know, it's much better to go, even though I don't know how, you want me to do what? You want me to take yeah. all these people, leaders, into the Amazon? Are you... What is that about? Or you want me to do, you want me to take this place where there's people have been at war with each other and you want me to help them uh, care for each other, have them meet each other in their heart as they do their work inside a business? I mean, and then, but then you go, well, you know, the how, I get all the certificates and the page, all that stuff. It's all very important. But I really believe that a big fundamental piece of this all is what you're speaking to, is that energy, that knowing is already there. And I have all the support I need. Mm, All the ancestors are rooting for me. All of nature is rooting for me. I mean, I have so much abundance. And I know some people, when they hear that, they go, oh, this is, you know, a privileged kid, blah, blah, blah. No, eight people in two rooms. That's how I grew up, you know, and economically poor, but never, never spiritually poor, never any of the other. And, but that dream that I had as a little girl I just kept going, and it ended up with a Ph.D., O.D., organization development that I helped. And, and I get to work with people all over the world and support them, shining the light so they can see their wisdom, their sacredness. And there's ways for us to do this. Wisdom needs to be practiced. Our gifts need mm-hmm. to be used. And we can mm-hmm. choose to set them aside. But I will just say what is being cried out for particularly now with the challenges in every arena, environment, uh, societally, government, everything is we need to bring it forward because every one of us matters. What would you think can help people connect into their own um, wisdom? Well, I think one, yeah, yeah. And that's just it because we often, get caught in our minds. We're rewarded so much for what's going on in our minds. And unfortunately, in the mind, we're getting bombarded with a lot of information. And wisdom is different than information. Wisdom is a deeper knowing. Mm-hmm. And, and it's experienced by, your, by you, but also all those that have come before. And even being out in nature, you can get that experience. So I think that one of the things is what I heard in an earlier talk you had was gratitude is one of the ways you can open up yourself to the wisdom. Because if we're, if we, we elevate our energy by doing that, by saying all the things we're grateful for, even if it's just I'm breathing today, you know, mm-hmm. the sun is shining or it's raining. It's wonderful. We need the moisture. It's, you know, it's been drought here. Whatever it is, the, just do that multiple times a day because we start then setting ourselves in terms of what we want what we what is life giving to create rather than the other and then i also work from prophecy uh in addition to all the science and stuff that i i am as a behavioral scientist the the prophecies um say some very important things right now one of them 
there's two that I want to share with you, but I'll, I'll start with the first one, is that we've known over, this prophecy has been around over a thousand years. Different tribes, different nations, and different parts of the world have a version of it. And what it was basically saying, there's going to become a time when there's going to be these challenges and destructions and human beings will try to kill other yeah. human beings. The trees will die. The oceans will. And spirit says, do your dance, sing your song, be in ceremony, be in community. And then this, the, the mm. prophecies go on to say, and then this happens and it becomes even more. To, and spirit says, do your dance, sing your song, mm. be in ceremony, be in community. And as a little girl, you know, I would hear this and it just filled me. I know it was true. And then I became late teens, early 20s, and I started going, no, th- that can't be. This horrific stuff is happening. How can they just say, do your dance, sing your song? You know, I mean, I, who am I to doubt spirit? But, you know, no. So the rational mind comes. And I began looking, looking. And I, then I began to realize, oh, my gosh, you're going to challenge the fact that you're even around when I can trace in my lineage when genocide was attempted on us, they just forgot we're seeds. We're part of the earth, so we're still here. And the challenge is all people, not just those who call themselves indigenous, have experience, and we're here. So we, we, by singing your song, doing your dance, whatever that is, doing whatever your version of ceremony, those important rituals, and being in community, all of that is community. What it's telling us is that you're far more than this what gets cast out here to us is this separate individual picking it up all on your own, you know, and the reality is we do nothing on our own. And I'm so grateful. I'm sitting talking to you and I'm looking out this window on the foothills of the Rockies and there's these trees and I'm thinking I'm breathing and I'm passionate and I love talking to you. And thank you trees. You're taking my carbon and turning it to oxygen. And there's a reciprocal uh, relationship here. The water that I drink, the, the suns, the two suns that I have, I mean, all these things, all these beings that are here and in the spiritual level too, my ancestors who come to me in my dreams, who answer a lot of real time problems. So when people say, oh, that's, no, 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 they've resolved some Fortune 100 problems because I was listening to them. So, you know, it, the reality is we have all of this open to us. We're part of everything and that we have the ability to create harmony and balance. So that's one prophecy. Do your dance, sing your songs, be in ceremony and be in community. And I don't, you, you won't go wrong. <laughs> you will clearly be more joyful and have energy than to deal and to confront in a, a spirited passionate, loving way, anything that needs to be confronted and to co-create with others. Oh my gosh, we need a lot of innovation and creativity and it'll set that loose. So I think that's one and that's a wisdom. That's ancient living wisdom and it is alive today and being spoken in, I, I know, at minimum tribes in New Zealand, the Maori, Hawaii, um, in Norway, I was just in the Arctic Circle this last summer. I mean, just everywhere, Africa, it's just incredible that we, we are all this. And so, yeah, I'm a human being, so sometimes it gets tough, and sometimes it feels like my hair is standing straight out, you know. However, I don't get stuck. Not like I used to get stuck. I, now I know, okay, all right, so take some breaths, do your dance, sing your songs, be in ceremony and be in community, and you will revive and remember who you are and what you are 
with all of your relations and then be able to move forward to be a life-giving force. Mm. Powerful. And also, to me, what you're saying, Anita, is that it, it shows the co-creative power also of the individual. And then mm-hmm. as we come together in, in community and sacred spaces, or we create the sacred space individually and with community, it shows we do make a difference by what we're doing. Absolutely. The, the me is yeah. within the we. And the part of what has mm. happened, and you know, and I've got in me too, that, that it's like, me, 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 me. It's just, I did this. I just, wait a minute. I could talk about all my credit. I got this PhD. I did this. I got this. Excuse me. Your mother and father worked their very hinds off for you to be able to do what you do. You had teachers, friends who cheered you on when you just wanted to quit because you wanted to go back home and help your family. You know, it's just on and on and on when you stop and realize it and be grateful for all of the support, everything that was and is and what's coming, then then you do have an energy that is able to help you uh, in the we and the me is part of that. And, and we all want to do our part. We all, I haven't heard anybody say that they want to have a useless life, that they don't want to do anything mm-hmm. meaningful, you know, <laughs> all of us. So that's one prophecy. And when you're ready, I would love to tell you about the four gifts because that's uh, a lot of people. I am, that was my next question. Is what, <laughs> that was my next question. So, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. So the four gifts the Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Time, is the international award-winning book that I wrote. And it, even when I say I wrote it, it really came through me. Uh, it's All these elders, 27 elders all over the world came together in the 90s. And they met at Turtle Mountain Shippewa, and they prayed and sang and danced and ceremony in all their different languages. And towards the end of that, they had built a hoop with a hundred eagle feathers and spirit told them the two legged human beings are going to enter a big winter like no other winter sickness and all sorts of things will be happening. It'll look like it'll be the end and you need to help them remember because the rest of nature and the rest of the hoop of life hasn't forgotten, but the two legged have how to be in harmony and balance as a member of the hoop of life. And so use these four gifts. So here they are for you to integrate into your life if you haven't already. And the first gift is the gift of the power to forgive the unforgivable. Take that gift and put that in the ceremonial part of your heart, and I know you know where that is. And as you breathe that in, you begin to realize, oh, I have forgiven things. You might also have your heart pulling a little bit and oh, I don't know if I can forgive that one. I don't know. But that gift, that gift of the power to forgive the unforgivable is yours and is the ability to release energy so that you can, not about forgetting what happened or anything else, but it's about being present to what is now and what you want to create so you can use that energy in a really life-giving way. So that's the first gift, the power to forgive the unforgivable. The Mm -hmm. second gift is the power of healing, the gift of the power of healing. Take that and put that in the ceremonial part of your heart. And as you do that, you realize there are so many different little things to big things that we've already had healing or maybe need to be healed. And once you sense that, then you get the choice of going into that and healing that again, 
releasing the energy to be in harmony and balance with all of life. The third gift is the gift of the power of unity. The gift of the power of unity. So put that in the ceremonial part of your heart. And people will divine unity in different ways. But one of the things that comes through, no matter where I am in the part ever, wherever I am in the world, is that that unity, they begin to understand it's the unity, not just externally, but internally. Is my head and heart and spirit aligned? What are all these different groups that I'm part of? Part of nature, part of my community, my neighborhood, part of the workplace, part of different groups that I share my passion, being in unity. And when we use that gift of unity, realize that it can go further and further, especially when you've done your forgiveness and healing. There's even, in a way that most people haven't even thought about, how you can be in union with others, nature and people. And then the fourth and final gift, that spirit told these 27 elders from different parts of the world, put in the hoop, is the gift of the power of hope, hope in action. And hope is such a, it's an energy source. So take that and put that in the ceremonial part of your heart. And then you begin to remember, oh, this is what I'm hopeful for. I forgot that I was even hopeful. Or this is what I hoped for the past. And it actually came true. It got manifested. Oh, and I'm grateful. I didn't only do this. I had all these other supports that helped me make sure I could do that. Oh my gosh. Or you might be feeling like, wow, these are tough times. I'm, I'm not feeling any hope. I, don't, I haven't dreamt in a long time. It all seems bleak. And then you realize, you know what? Nobody can take away your hope. No one. You can give it away. But it's always yours to take back. And it's in you. So take that and breathe those four gifts into you. The gift of the power to forgive the unforgivable. The gift of the power of healing. The gift of the power of unity and the gift of the power of hope in action. Use these four gifts, and the promise from Spirit is that you will remember how to be in harmony and balance with yourself and all our other relatives, both in your home, in your community, in the workplace, in the, in the world at large, that you will know how to do that. And I will tell you, I've been delivering these gifts since I first learned of them, in 1995 and was present to that eagle hoop and heard the elder talk about the prophecy. And what I didn't know is I guess that little girl who was connecting hearts, I didn't realize a part of how that was going to happen was being a messenger of this eagle hoop prophecy of these four gifts that I've been able to share with people all over the world and weave with science and teach it from C-suites to living rooms to the middle of the Amazon sacred headwaters. And I will tell you that for me, these are life-giving. And these tools, and there are many others, we just need to listen and use them and integrate them. And it will be a life that is meaningful, making a difference, and just making you really smile every day when you wake up. I don't wake up like... There were times when I wake up on um, Monday morning, I go, oh, i got to go to work. It's like, what are you talking about? I get, to, I get to do all these things. I get to be and listen to others. And so I just hope that um, these speak to you because what you're all realizing as you listen, you already know these gifts. That's the whole thing. Wisdom 
is inside all of us. We are part of this hoop, this one hoop of life that is conscious and wise, and we're being called. Oh, I love that part, Anita. We're being called. Yeah. Now, when you do these these gifts, do is it sequential, or do you find sometimes you're using or connecting with one more than the other, or do you sometimes say, "Oh, I need to connect with this gift right now for this situation"? I mean, how how do you it's all of the above what you this? say? Oh, it really okay. is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not linear. Uh, some will say. Well, if you don't forgive, then all the others won't have that. Here's what I know, is that the child abuse, and then at 13, my father was murdered in a race-related thing. He was mistaken. He was a dark-skinned indigenous person, Mexican, and he was mistaken where earlier that day a black man and a white man had a fight. And the white man returned and, and shot three bullets and killed him on the spot. And what I know is that these – the I – uh, lots happened. You can imagine as a 13-year-old, lots of things occurred. And one of them was this terrible belief that that some white people were going to be like this and they were going to go out and they're actively murdering people. And fortunately, because of my other teaching and knowing that, that ultimately are sacred and there are people that have forgotten some things and need to, to work and do that. We all need to do our learning. But that these gifts are there for us. So I was able to do the gift, and I truly have forgiven the murderer. I've forgiven my abuser. I, you know, I, I think my reputation, my work is really good and respected. Um, corporations hire me all over the world and, and nonprofits and stuff. But what, what it is is that you understand that any of this gift can take you there because it was really in unity. When I left home to come to college at 16, at the University of Colorado, people saw me and said, you need to be student body president. You're a leader. And in my mind, I'd go, oh, if they only knew, if they only knew who I really am, if they only knew. But they kept coming. And then the schism starts happening. Would you start like, wait a minute, wait about my indigenous teachings. What about all of us are sacred? Did I all of a sudden put myself out of that? Who are you? And the unity actually opened up me to be able to do the forgiveness and that forgiveness in my personal life actually came in my work life from gathering circles of leaders inside a business both white and of color sharing their dreams talking about whether and I began to realize you know even if you were taught things that were not treating other people with dignity or whatever else doesn't mean that you're going to end up doing that or being that because what I heard in those rooms is a number of white people said they were taught that they were better than somebody who looked like me or a black person or whatever. And and what they said is they loved their parents, but they were doing something different. And there it is. There's the evolution, the choice we have to make. And so that time in my 20-something, when I started working in corporations, consulting and training, I then realized, oh, my gosh, the adult Anita can now heal the 13-year-old Nita who was so pained and hurt by the loss of her father, this murder and stuff, that that she didn't realize that that summer day, yes, my five brothers and sisters and I lost our father, but that man who murdered my father had a son who was my age, 13. That white boy lost his father too. 
and grew up knowing he was a murderer. And I wish him well. So these awakenings can happen in many different ways. So go to whatever your heart, why I said to put these gifts in your ceremony part of your heart, go to wherever your heart says to go and start there because they're all intimately connected to each other. So if it's unity that's calling, go for unity. But always open up that all these gifts are meant to be. And not one time, but over and over again used. And it might lead you to healing or hope, dreaming again. Whatever it is, is perfectly imperfect. So, you know, just what's key is listening, being still enough to listen, and then answer the call. I love that. And, you know, I'm, I'm taking it because there's two ways that we're being called, but then I'm also hearing when you're, by what you're sharing now that we're also being called by our very own inner being, mm-hmm. higher self, however, which I'd, I'd love that if you touch on that. So there's this perhaps existential call. Uh, maybe it's the same call within. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Well, how we're taught about it is, is from a little girl and how we're in ceremony is that they're all connected. It's it's not separate. Mm-hmm. But we have different language. It's just like, you know, you have you know, 200-some words for snow in a particular part of Alaska. And, and it, it's important and it's fine. But it's, it's still snow. But it, it's important because it's how it gives life. This is all intimately interconnected, whether we're talking about universe energy, earth energy, mother earth calling, or your ancestors, you know, going mm-hmm. back, 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 being part of your DNA, being called, we're not separate. And so yeah. when you can just go to that place, yes, exactly. Yeah. That you so just, that's why I like what you're saying, the ceremonial heart, because however it's calling you, however you're perceiving mm-hmm. What I'm hearing you say is, is start with what, what that call is, whether it's with unity or, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that's your place. That's your, what, what you're telling me, it, that's your authentic place to be and, and where to go. That's where your, your call is or your work is. Yeah, that's your, your step. Next step. And then, yeah, step. and then, yeah. then after that, what I found from all that unity of all these folks coming to my like okay you go and make this speech you know and I'm, i wasn't very old because i started college really young because we didn't have any money so i was always good at school so i like go to school fast um and so um but what i realized is like wait a minute then i started feeling inside my body you've got some assumptions about folks that you know those aren't those aren't correct you're seeing people of all different races and backgrounds and ages and classes and Boy, you you got you saw some things out of your pain. So maybe we needed to start doing some healing, and the healing jumped immediately to forgiveness, and some real work there. So, again, just go where, wherever that is, um, and you need to understand too. As indigenous people, we tend not to be um, uh, prescriptive in terms of linear. We share the stories and the prophecies, mm-hmm. and whoever is listening, and I imagine you have a broad range of diverse people who are listening, you know, yeah. you honor you know, where you're coming from uh, spiritually, culturally, it's going to make sense to you because what I find all over the world when I name these gifts, people take out their pen, they write them down, they want to hear more stories, they do all these things. And so that's why I encourage them, well, read the book, and if that's still not enough, then take the online course and if that's still enough 
come to the Living Wisdom School up in, I mean, there's, and, and all the other places you know that are near you, wherever you are, there's that, that, those relations are already there. We nearly need to get still and be present to them. Like I said earlier, just realizing such gratitude for these trees that are just, the, the air is so clean up here in the foothills, and I'm just so grateful for this that's happening. But I could be oblivious to that, right? But I'm choosing not to because I want to know that I do nothing alone. That gives me, people talk about courage a lot now. Oh my gosh, the amount of courage you have when you realize, really? I really have all these different supports? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially the, the womb of Mother Earth. If you're in the mountains yes. or foothills or in the canyon, mm-hmm. yeah, you're really being the supported. Sea, whatever. Uh, whatever it is, yeah. And I think for our listeners, everyone, you know, people know this, but I feel, I, I always say it's, it's after the book, after the workshop, it, it's, it's living this. That's it. What, it's it integrating it. Mm-hmm. It's what you're doing, and that, you know, I'm so grateful to you for having this awakening um, show that you're bringing this to people because, again, we're not separate. So someone may be totally different circumstance than me, but they may be listening. All of a sudden, it opens up something in them in the way it needs to in them. Or uh, just yes. as when I go to different places, it does that for me. None of us have arrived. The journey is no. so beautiful and wonderful that we get to keep doing this, right, and keep expanding. And then we realize that, yes, we need to rest. We definitely need to rest. That's part of what's going I think people are, are running on empty. If you need to sleep and rest and dream and, and accept all this support. And then we realize that, wow, there you know, we really are incredible beings, and so are our other relatives, you know. And so what is it that we want to create for us, for our children, for our children's children, for other species' children? Oh, my gosh. It is a, it is a wonderful time to be alive, even with all the challenges that I don't bypass. You know, I'm not doing a spiritual bypass here. I, I'm present to them, but I also see right there all of the possibilities unfolding of what we can do when we choose to do our internal healing forgiveness unity hope with all of these relatives then yeah the the universe is quite conscious and and supportive yeah it's enough to us to awakening to that and i love how you alluded to those different awakenings and that was one of the reasons that the guides and you know, nudged me or gave me the message that it's not one awakening Mm-mm. and it's a continuous no. awakening and in different, different ways, different parts of life, parts of our life. Oh, Anita, now where can people, okay, the book people can get, is that available? Is it available now? Is it out yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's been out. About that. It came. Yeah. It's out and it's in, um, you know, hardback, softback, audio. Okay. Um, yeah, so they can just go to, well, they can go to Amazon. A lot of the little private bookstores have it, which is great. It's called The Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times. 
and um, they can read that. And then if they want to get a free song, I have a song that's beautiful. Again, again, it just came forward. Some people said that your book needs to be a song. And nine of us created the song, and half indigenous, half not. Although, when I, even when I say that, we're all of the earth and the stardust. So yeah. we're all connected. And it's a beautiful, beautiful song. And so I hear from people far away in South Africa who, who email me and say, I just heard your song. So please, if you, music speaks to you, go to forsakergifts.com and download the, um, the song for free. It's called In Right Relations, and it's, it's quite beautiful. And um, because, again, we're awakened and awakening in so many different ways, so many different mediums. Uh, there's no wrong one. You just go ahead and open yourself up to it. And the music is beautiful. As you are, thank you for sharing your light with us and your insight. This has been amazing. Um, just really, I, I kind of had a feeling. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling. <laughs> yes, I think your feeling is probably right on. Uh, probably 99.9. I would say 100%, which I probably should just say, but I would think it's way up there. 99. But, yeah, I would like to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. there you go. You have yeah, to leave a we'll little room for some humility, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, but we'll keep the conversation going, and, and just thank you for all that you're doing, and, and thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Be well. Take care. Be well. All right. If you tuned in late or want more info, there is uh, information in the description box um, about Dr. Anita Sanchez. Um, you can go and find out more information at forsakergifts.com. And we touched a bit on her recent book, The Four Sacred Gifts, Indigenous Wisdom for Modern Times. Okay. Oh, such perfect timing, really, kind of clearing that psychic headspace and bringing in the wisdom that we need, you know. I love, too, what she said, that it's inside you. It's inside us, this wisdom. All right, everyone. Oh, Anita's, oh, yes, Lynn, I agree. Anita's energy is lovely, all-encompassing, so wise. I agree, Lynn. Yeah. All right, uh, you guys are such an amazing community. Thanks for being here and co-creating this uh, amazing Awakenings community. I really love you spending time uh, with me. I really loved our guest. Uh, thank you, those that had questions and just connected in through the chat, those of you that called in, those of you that are listening later in the replays. I feel your energy. I do. Uh, if you want to connect with me further, again, Patreon, Instagram, uh, YouTube, there's Soul, uh, uh, Soul Insights and Tarot on YouTube as well as uh, Awakenings podcast is there also Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast. That's it. Otherwise, create a great day. Be open to the magic, the mystery, and the abundance. Always continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, you know what? Keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.